You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the Tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhouse. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Here we go, episode number 15 of the Rosie Report. Jim Rosenhouse along with you. Thanks so much for taking the time to download the podcast and listen in as we bring you our daily report from Indian Spring Training in Goodyear, Arizona. And the Indians had a home game yesterday against the Oakland Athletics. Shane Bieber on the mound was outstanding again. Four scoreless innings. Really looked sharp out there uh, in yesterday's game, Friday afternoon, and he just continues to track toward opening day. More on that in just a little bit, but also uh, on the offensive side, Jordan Luplo with his first home run of the spring as the Indians rushed out to a big lead, only to see the Athletics come back and uh, score runs late to win it by that final score of 7-6. to six. Now, as I alluded to, Shane Bieber and opening day, it's something that it's lining up that way, and it has been for a while now in spring training. And after the game, Terry Francona, well, he kind of got into it on not quite directly, but then, yes, very directly that uh, Bieber would start on opening day. I thought he was terrific. Used uh, used all his pitches. I mean, he, we, shoot, he got through four. Um, thought he threw a good breaking ball. Thought, he's, thought he was Bieber. Just because of... Carrasco and Savali having to get such a late start. Does that push back your decision of, when, of who's going to be the opening day starter? No, I mean, I mean Bieber's on pace to do that. Never been a real big, you know, if something happens, then you got to redo it. But I mean, I think it kind of makes sense. Everybody sees it coming. But I guess maybe I'll say something to him in the morning now because of this. <laughs> Or I'll text him later or something. <laughs> so there it is, Tribe Manager Terry Francona talking about yesterday's game and his plans for his opening day starting pitcher. Now I mentioned Jordan Luplo hit his first home run on the spring in yesterday's game. And uh, Luplo is coming off a really good season, his best in the major leagues easily with the most playing time that he has had. He had seen some action in the big leagues with Pittsburgh the prior two seasons, but not to the extent that he saw it last year with the Indians. And he hit four, uh, 15 home runs, drove in 38 runs, and uh, by all accounts played really solid defense in the outfield. And heading into spring training, Terry Francona talked about the, the fact that maybe they can find some more regular playing time for Luplo and have him face right-handed pitching on a more regular basis. We'll see. But Luplo, uh, earlier this spring when we had a chance to, to sit down with him, talked about finally being established in the major leagues and having that good feeling going into this year. Hi, Jordan. You look at um, a year ago, and it seems like, you know, there it is, that, that breakthrough season where you, you really established yourself as a major leaguer. Did, did you feel that way at, at the end of the season? A little bit, yeah. I felt like I uh, found my stride and, uh, you know, got more comfortable, you know, playing under those lights and everything. Was there a turning point or, or anything in particular that, that you think allowed you to, to really progress and, and get to a good place? Um, 
there was a point in the season where I, I sat down with uh, one of our teammates, uh, Pawecki, and you know I was kind of struggling early, and he kind of just put me in this mindset of you know just kind of take it day by day, and you know uh, just enjoy every day you're up here because you never know when it's gonna when it's gonna end, and you know just just take every day and love it, you know, and so that's what I did. And you're coming off a trade the prior off season, and it's your first year with a new organization. Um, this time a year ago, was it was it hard not to to press and, and try and make a, a really good first impression because it was a new team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, you know, it was uh, it was tough coming into spring, not really knowing anybody, um, and you know, off the field, you know, wanting to go get my mind off off baseball, but you know, I didn't I didn't know anybody to hang out with or go play golf, so I just run out there by myself or whatever. But um, you know, these guys throughout the year, you know, became more comfortable with me, and uh, they've welcomed me in, and uh, became pretty good friends with most of them. I know this off season couple of times Tito has mentioned that you might you can be more than a platoon guy he, he sounds like he believes and, and really wants to see what you could do in more than just facing left-handers and when you hear that kind of stuff how how encouraging is that to you and is it beneficial for you heading into a new season yeah it's it's nice to know that um, you know the managers on a similar page that I am and uh, you know, I understood my role last year, and you know, I grabbed it, took the bull by the horns, and did what I could do with it. And uh, you know, hopefully this year I can handle a little more and do the same thing. There's a ton of outfielders in camp. <laughs> How do you handle that with with so many candidates to, who are looking for playing time? You know, you, this is it's one of those things where I think I got to stay in my lane and I got to keep my mindset that I established this off season. You know, the the confidence and the the swagger you know bringing it bringing my game to uh to the field every day and not worrying about what else is going to happen or who's who's playing who's doing well and whatnot um you know i'm just trying to make a really hard decision for the people up top when you look at the team some no playoffs last year but some really good stretches um, overcame some injuries Um, what do you think heading into this season in terms of of possibilities for this team which is still kind of a young nucleus that that knows how to win yeah um, last year was a lot of fun and you know we came up short and uh, I think we took that into the off season and, and used uh, that to fuel the fire a little bit and uh, you know people are gonna sleep on us this year and you know I'm, I'm pretty confident we're gonna we're gonna prove them wrong you mentioned that and and obviously the the twins and the White Sox have made some nice moves in the winter time uh, but is there something to be said for a team that, that's had good success and still has a, most of the, the main players from those teams? Yeah, I, I don't think there were a ton of moves we needed to make. You know, we have really, really good starting pitching. We got, uh, you know, our starting nine and our, and our bench is going to be good, and I think we're going to be deep enough. And, um, you know, coming from a winning organization, I think, I think we're going to do pretty well. That's Indians outfielder Jordan Luplo, part of that crowded outfield uh, situation for the Indians here as spring training gets deeper and deeper. No decisions have been made as yet, but those are coming as uh, we are less than two weeks to go now in spring training. That's going to put a wrap on episode number 15 of the Rosie Report. As always, thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. This has been the Rosie Report.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 